Welcome to the CSRG Podcast. My name is Chris. My name is Keanu. Today we're joined by two special guests, Kevin Gorospi and Caleb Arrington. Uh, tell us a bit about yourselves. Uh, well, I'm a USPSA shooter as well. I shoot carry optics, master class, and uh, I'm also a holster manufacturer. I make uh, Kydex holsters for USPSA as well as you know various other concealed carry and such like that. What about you, JJ Light? JJ Light. I am a USPSA limited master. Uh, started open sh- uh, open shooting this year, um, A class. Uh, other than that, it's pretty much it. Yeah. yeah, and so we're actually here uh, to shoot the Ohio Buckeye Blast. You know, it's a it's a treat to be here with these two. You know, in a hotel room right before the match to talk about you know the industry, shooting in general, kind of the experiences that we've all had, and you know particular aspects of the sport. Um, so one thing in particular, though, you know, as Caleb mentioned, he's the owner of Amrock Tactical, and they make holsters. Um, and I, you know, Keanu has some from I guess for USPSA. I think your concealed carry holsters also. Yeah, I have a carry holster from, him and I have a uh, production holster from. Him. Gotcha, yeah. And so, you know, Caleb, do you want to talk to us kind of about your business a little bit and kind of what you do, um, why you do it, you know? Yeah, sure. So I started uh, making holsters. It's been almost three years now when I first started. I started making them so that I could afford to shoot. My wife wouldn't let me just go out and shoot as much as I wanted to. (laughs) So I came up with the idea of, well, I made my own holster one day and I was like, hey, I can can do this. It's not so hard. It's not so bad. It kind of uh, fell into my manufacturing background that I have. And so I started making them, selling them, and that's how I uh, pay for all my shooting so I can buy all the guns that I want and everything like that. And my wife can't say anything about it. And that's probably the best part. Nice. Doing it for me. And so, you know, for making holsters, you know, what's your favorite part about it other than, you know... What's so the favorite? best thing is, is the creativity that comes with it. You can do different shapes, different angles, and things like that to match different, uh, the aesthetics of the gun and everything like that. But mostly it's it's just meeting all the people uh-huh. um, and just having conversations with people about, about shooting. That's probably the favorite part. Yeah. Um, and I'm just kind of wondering though, Kevin, so, you know, shooting limited mostly, did you ever use a Kydex holster or... Uh, no, actually, I never really uh, got into the Kydex holsters in competition. I went straight to a race holster. Uh, I was kind of given one when I first bought my first open rig. It was a uh, Safari Land um, race holster. I don't even remember what it's called. But uh, I ran one of those for a long time and uh, switched up to a double alpha. And, um, yeah, just for the limited open style race guns, I like race holsters because, for me, it's just a little bit easier to get out. Makes sense. Um, you know, especially with the whole magnetic retention and whatnot. Yeah. It's, sure. it's a little bit different. And I know, you know, Keanu, you've used my holster a couple of times. Um, yeah. Caleb, have you ever run a race holster before? Yeah, when I shot Limited, um, I, I do have a Limited gun and I have a, uh, an Alpha X holster for that. And I do enjoy the race holsters for that when it's, when it's a lot. I feel like it interferes a lot less with my draw. I don't have the hanger in the way. Uh-huh. It doesn't sit as close to my, to my hip either. So I just feel like I just get a smoother... Um, or an easier draw out of a race holster gotcha. myself. Yeah, and so, you know, I'm kind of curious though, you know, especially for Keanu and Caleb, you know, having tried both, I mean, is there really a big difference for you guys running Kydex, you know, for carry optics compared to to Limited and, you know, Keanu shooting my shooting my rig and, you know, with your Kydex holster? But I know Keanu's, you're a, little, you're a little odd though. You have no retention on your holster. Yeah, I mean, you're supposed to have retention oh. on your holsters. Yeah, I think so, you know. <laughs> well, I actually, I make my holsters with almost no retention for the competition ones. Um, it, you don't need any really. Uh-huh. Where, where if you're ever running around with your gun, usually you have your, your, your have your hand on it, or it's, the gun's not in the holster. 
Um, it's not like we're shooting three gun. If we're shooting three gun, then you want retention on your holster yeah. so it doesn't pop out. But for USPSA, the thing that's most important for me is that the holster doesn't move when you draw. Because uh-huh. if it hangs up in any way on your gun, it's going to mess with your draw stroke, and that's going to slow you down um, or get into your head, uh-huh. if anything like that. Yeah, and then so, you know, we, we touched on hangers a little bit. So on a previous episode, we talked about, you know, I use a boss hanger on my production rig. Um, you you make your own hangers as well, right? And I know um, I actually I don't make them, but they're made by a local shooter from uh, to me. Okay, and uh-huh. uh, and he manufactures them out of some aluminum bar stock. But he makes ones that are really similar to the Boss in design, um, but they're unfinished, so they're a little bit less expensive. And so I like to to help out the local uh, shooters, and he actually sells them in order to profit his Boy Scout troop. Oh, interesting. Um, so it, oh, it's, it's a nice business to support. Yeah, it's actually really cool. Um, you know, when, when you were looking at the hangers, though, um, you know, you've seen the Springer Precision hangers, you've seen the Boss hangers. You know, what, what makes a good hanger for, for Kydex holsters? Like, what are the characteristics you usually need to look for? Uh, the Probably the most important one is rigidity and then maybe some adjustability uh-huh. if you like to be able to, uh, to change the cant on your holster or, holster or the, the drop uh, distance and everything like that. Usually, you can't really change the distance from your your hip. Um, you know how far it offsets. Uh, but the biggest thing I think is the rigidity of it. The fact that it won't move when you draw your holster. Gotcha. Uh-huh. And then I think right customization. You touched on that. Canoes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm big on custom Kydex holsters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. But but we we were. I think it was after uh, Chris Tilly's match a couple weeks. You know, last month or was it this month? Whichever month it was, uh, we were in a rush to get to the machine gun nest, and I didn't have my holster set up for production, so Keanu had to put my holster shell on a boss hanger in the car, and I know that was not a pleasant experience, right? No, so the boss hangers I I like because since they have that big piece of aluminum going down the spine of the holster, or the side of the holster, they're they're rigid. So, you know, they won't move uh, when you drop, but the downside is since there's so much metal to cover and you're bolting it to such a big piece of metal, um, you have spacers and all that stuff to account for, um, which is why I like the Springers more. The Springers don't have the, don't use two plastic spacers and don't have as many screws going in them. It's, it's a lot, it's a simpler design, but on the downside, you have a lot less metal contacting metal. Yeah. So it's a little bit less rigid, I found, especially when you have a four and a half pound limited gun like me. Yeah. Um, but in the, produ- <laughs> with a production rig, I really can't, like I don't think I would notice a difference, otherwise. It's interesting. But though. setting them up uh, is a pain in the butt. Yeah, but like you know, talking about rigidity because of the spine, right? Kevin, we both have been shooting race holsters pretty much the entire time we've been shooting 2011s, mm-hmm. and you know the Alpha X doesn't have any rigidity issues. You know, despite the fact that it, you know, stays off a ball bearing. I guess is it a ball bearing or the ball joint? Yeah, yeah like a ball, ball lock. Yeah, the, the mm-hmm. new design on the Alpha X is really nice, actually. Yeah, and you know, I, I know a lot of you haven't had any issues with the draw, right? I know a lot of people have been going to the Everglades and. <clears throat> yeah, uh, a lot of people have been going to the Everglades, and, and I know a couple guys have went back to like the uh, Safariland and stuff, but I haven't had any issues with my Alpha X. I actually really like it. I went to the Everglades, and um, surprisingly enough, I actually did not like how it hung my gun up. Uh-huh. I'm not sure what it was, um, but the mechanism on there just held the trigger guard a little bit too much for my gun. Um, so I went back to the Alpha X because it's super smooth. That magnetic plate that's in the bottom of the actual holster uh, works really, really great. has really good retention with the lock if you need it. Um, super smooth. Yeah, and I guess um, for that, do you use a different cant? Like I know a lot of people just keep the Alpha X as it is and they just kind of 
slap it on and don't use a can for it? So that's that's a great question. Um, I've actually experimented a lot with um, how it's canted, the position, the distance, um, all sorts of different positions that, that holster can have my gun in. And I've tried all sorts of different things, making sure that when I come down on my draw stroke, that my hand always hits the same part of the gun. Because like Caleb was mentioning, you want that gun not to move, you want that uh, that gun to always be in the exact same spot. That's how you, you're able to achieve that super smooth and fast draws, making sure everything stays the same so your, your body builds that muscle memory. So um, I like the fact that you can change it, so you can experiment, see what you do like, what you don't like. Um, but yeah, for me, I, I like it a little bit straighter down. Mm -hmm. I'm a little bit angled, having my muzzle angled a little bit forward. Um, and the whole body of my gun facing outward just a smidge. Okay, uh, yeah. so that's kind of how I have mine set up. Mm -hmm. um, but that's one of the nice things about a race holster is that you have that flexibility. Sure. With Kydex holsters, right? I mean, you're pretty mm -hmm. much looking at essentially just your forward and backward can. Um, is there anything that you much is, it. Has there been anything that you've done with your holsters to kind of accommodate adjustability on, you know, outward cant, inward cant, how people like it? No, not really. There's really not much you can do within even the scope of the rules inside uh -huh. of production, carry optics, and, and the typical ones that you're going to be shooting with a uh, Kydex holster. Um, it's pretty limited to what you can have. You basically can only have the certain distance from your belt. It can only stick uh, a certain amount out. And then the cant, you're, you're limited to amount some cant that mm -hmm. you can have. Uh, so there's really not too many options. Most Almost everything I sell is just straight up and down with no yeah. cant to it. They can cant it with a hanger if they want, but I if you go and even if you look at the matches almost everybody it's just going to be straight up and down yeah um, but i personally when i run limited i um, the way i look at it is the grip uh -huh. and i make my grip that front strap the grip uh parallel with the ground and then, okay uh -huh. so that puts my muzzle a little bit forward and everything yeah. like that but that was to me was the the quickest and most consistent mm -hmm. way for me to grab it when it was flat to the ground yeah and it's you know talking about double layers well so can you talk about rigidity of the actual hanger mm -hmm. right and so do you feel like the the actual double layer helps with the stability of the holster going you know in and out yeah with, you know with the holster you know mostly the, coming out when uh -huh. the gun comes out is that there's no flex it just comes straight out the holster doesn't move at all uh -huh. and that's the that's probably the main benefit to, to having a double layer or other than the the aesthetics of it a lot of people like the different colors that they can put together yeah and have uh -huh. their own personal touch on it but the main thing for me is the rigidity because if you go with a uh, a thin single layer kydex holster they can they totally work they'll absolutely work but if you have a poor draw angle and you grab your gun incorrectly a little bit you can flex your holster and get your gun actually stuck in there and hang up on the draw and if if that happens you then that gets in your head you know yeah, you can have uh -huh. a rough stage just because of that or it'll just take the extra time in the beginning gotcha um, so having that smooth consistent draw with no retention where they kind of just come straight up and out. Um, that's the main goal. For gotcha. So really what I'm gathering is you just don't want a holster with retention. Pretty much. I mean, if it was just a bucket on my hip where the gun wouldn't would sit in and then it just came out, yeah. You felt my limited holster tonight, and yeah. it's it's that. It just holds the gun, that's it. Yeah. And can't actually exactly. call it a gun bucket, too. Yeah, yeah. If, if I turn my gun upside down or run with my gun in, my in, in the bucket, it's going to come out. Oh, yeah. I mean, Unless I hold it. You don't even out. have to turn it upside down. You could blow on it. Your <laughs> it's... Can, can you blow 4.5 pounds up? Unfortunately, I cannot. But um, What's the vaping for, then? 
It's well, <laughs> prove it. Past life, <laughs> but past you know, mistakes. Pa- yeah, past mistakes. Well, yeah, it's definitely a mistake. Um, <laughs> but double layer. I've also heard people um, say that they like double layer because people have fallen on their holsters or something, and the holsters break because it's only oh. one layer. Well, a double layer is not going to break. You probably run it over with a car and it'd be fine. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. The that just that extra. Thickness uh, makes a big difference in the uh, the structural integrity of the holster. Uh huh. I've seen people break single layers before. Like how I, I to me I so I think it would be pretty they're hard. either going to break <laughs> on the front strap of the holster, um, just from bending for a single layer. Oh, the side channel. Yeah. Yeah, or they're going to bend right where the uh, where the drop connects if the holster is cut yeah, where low. Where the hanger would have because there's not enough rigidity in it. Oh, I see. So just from drawing yeah. the gun, you can break. You, you can crack the holster. Yeah, and so on a single layer, that's the that's the part, the actual, the connection between your hanger, whatever you're using, or that's belt the attachment, uh-huh. and the holster. That part right there is where you're going to get the most flex and variability um, in the draw, and that's why, gotcha. that's why I went to double. I used to never do a double, and I was like, I don't want to do that. That's too hard. It's too mm-hmm. much work. But I tried it once for myself, and I haven't gone back since. Interesting. I, I guess I can see, especially the connecting points, it's what? Three screws, right, for the... Two or three, for depending like the, on that. For the blade tech cuts, it's yeah, three screws. Three yeah. screws, and I can imagine, you know, three screws, even if they're on tight, if you have one layer of kind of thin kydex, it'll kind of go back and forth, like it's into your hip, out of your hip, like depending on... Yeah, on I think if you have a higher cut holster, it'll be less of a problem. If you have a low cut holster, that's when you get the most flex, because you're yeah. taking a lot of material out of the kydex. But yeah. like, you know, low cut is the way to go for USPSA, right? I mean... Yeah, I, I every, all my holsters are cut low on the uh, ejection port so that you can... It's just so you can get it up on target faster. Uh-huh. And honestly, it, it looks better as well, but I say it gets it out and faster, but I don't honestly think that it... I, every time I draw, I draw my gun completely out of the holster. I don't try to half draw and then swing the muzzle up or anything. I don't know anybody that... You really do the does. race holster draw? So. Just the trigger guard. <laughs> is that a race holster draw though? Like, I, dude, I, when you draw the holster, oh yeah, well, yeah, it depends. You, you clear the trigger if you guard. You have like a CR speed race holster. You don't have to draw straight up. You can draw outward with yeah. that thing. You don't even have to lift it straight up. Now, the double alpha, you have to come straight up, where the locking mechanism won't unlock uh-huh. your gun. Like, um, I wonder, is is that a better feature of it? I mean, because um, you know, oh, of, like of the CR speed kind oh. of. But a lot of people don't like the scoop draw. That's kind of a scoop draw, what they call. Yeah. Uh-huh. A lot of people don't like that because it doesn't give you a consistent um, index onto the gun. You're uh-huh. scooping up on the underside of that trigger guard instead of bringing your your hand down into the beaver tail to get the consistent. Yeah, grip. but like I I've done scoop draws of the Alpha X. I've had I think Chris only scoop draws now, well, right? That's that's how I draw too. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. And so, like, you know, the Alpha X gets away with it, but I'm wondering, you know, if you're going between divisions, you know, is it possibly an advantage of the Alpha X to have to kind of clear that magnet first versus the CR speed? I don't know, muscle memory-wise? It's just training at that point, right? Yeah. 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 Like, it's like, it's really training, training. and preference, right? Because, like, you and I, like, we were just dry firing earlier. There wasn't a much difference between our draw times, and I, I'm drawing out of a Kydex holster. Uh-huh. Right? So. Yeah, I, I can't draw out of a Kydex holster. I don't know if you've tried recently, Kevin, but... Um, I have a lot of trouble with it. <laughs> yes. I, I find that I do the same draw even if it's in a kydex. That's why I do like doing the scoop draw, just because I can do the same draw no matter what. Um, in my Racer X holster, or my Alpha X holster, I still come up pretty high. I don't just swing it out like the CR yeah. Speed does. So, I don't know, man. That might be interesting, being able to just swing it straight out. I know for me, being able to get my muzzle... Uh, parallel and with the with deck and flat on target sooner 
um, helps me catch that dot uh -huh. or my yeah. irons better. Yeah. Right? Well, so, so maybe it's less of the draw, more of the presentation, right? Yeah, I would argue it would it would because some your presentation. I think more, most yeah. of us push out, like come up and push out, right? And then, mm -hmm. but then we have the shooters who scoop and then swing up. Yeah. So that might be the difference, could or th like, or that could make the difference between, um, you know, different kinds of holsters and different kinds of draws, uh -huh. or why people have a preference. Yeah, and like I've seen people scoop draw out of Kydex too. It's kind of crazy to see because I just I can't. A do lot it. of people do like, uh, um, yeah, our friend, uh, the go fast on suck guy does it. Yeah, yeah, he, he does. He does yeah. do those. He scoop draw. draws fast too. A lot of them do. Yeah. Steven Van does too. Steven does too. Yeah. yeah. I used to try. I used to do it more, but I found that I was, in for me in particular, I wasn't very consistent with my grip um, when I did the scoop draws, and so yeah, I, I, I moved yeah. uh, moved away from it just because I was having issues. Because one in five wouldn't be perfect, and mm -hmm. you get maybe two or three shots before you fix it, and yeah. it just takes up so much time and so many points if you've messed up yeah, your shots. Sure. Um, that I was just hunting down something, but I think that's important. People need to experiment and find what works best uh -huh. for them that's that's important. I, I will say that there has been some people um who have done the scoop draw and fumbled it and completely dropped it drop it oh right? that's terrible or, or you could scoop it and then fumble it as you're getting it and accidentally discharge or something right trying to grab your gun right. out right um that's happened to me one time at a, as in a stage uh, luckily i was able to get my gun you know, complete stage, no ND or anything like that. But um, I've I've heard of people scooping and the gun falling out. So I know a lot of people um, who also try and do, you know, slap the gun straight down, right? Because it, like you're saying, helps you index that hand high on on the grip, but also it really drives a point that it's not gonna fall out sure. before you get a good grip on the gun. So yeah, that's how I draw. I smash my hand into the beaver tail and then just snatch the gun out. Which I think a lot of high, you know, I, I know Ben Steger does that. Right? He, he smashes yeah. that gun hard. Yeah. And I guess double slap it. Yeah. yeah, I guess double air definitely helps with that too if you're yeah. just smashing the gun, you know, on, on the presentation. Um, but I do this weird thing where some stages I'll do a scoop draw, some stages I won't, depending on what the first target presentation is. And it's probably not the best for <laughs> consistency. It's <laughs> weird. Well, yeah, no, because like, especially on some of the classifiers, like, can you count? I will 100% scoop draw on that classifier. Yeah, just swing well, the gun up and just start shooting you're immediately. You're also spraying. Right? Well, yeah, exactly, <laughs> you know? but but like you know, for and for the grip doesn't matter on that. It's a loose grip. Is, is yeah, and you know, it, you'll away. get a lot of dot, you know, a lot of muzzle movement on recoil and whatnot. But even on some of the stages that we walked through today, there are some close targets where I'm probably oh, going to yeah. scoop draw just to get the gun out of the holster and get shooting faster. Um, and then you know, if there's, I think which one, one of the stages also had you know a further presentation. That's where I'll kind of smash into the beaver tail a little bit to get a good grip coming out of the pistol, like coming out of the draw. But that might be a terrible thing to do if it's not consistent. Um, yeah. It's worked out pretty well for me, but I've also fumbled a lot of classes. You probably do a lot of that subconsciously too, though. Kind of, yeah. Like and, and like, you know, I think we talked about fast draws before, right, Keanu? Like, Maybe. You know, for USPSA, you know, drawing quickly isn't also necessarily the best thing to do. Like, it doesn't hurt you as much as, you know, shooting poorly or having slow transitions. Yeah, there are a lot of offset starts today too, so it's not like they're really going to make, it's not a make or break yeah. thing. It's a, quite a few unloaded starts as well. Yeah, and that's uh, that'll be fun using big sticks. It's, <laughs> I've I've dropped so many mags out of my gun trying to reload into a big stick on a. Well, you have small hands, so. so. Well, my yeah. least favorite starts are the loaded starts on a barrel because I some reason almost every time it's it's more than fifty percent of the time if I grab my gun that's loaded off of a barrel or a table, 
that damn that um, magazine release will just barely get touched, and then it will release the mag just enough to the point where I pick it up, uh -huh. I fire the first shot, and the mag falls out. Yeah. Do, do you, you use the Springer? Do you like, use the Springer mag, mag yeah, release? The, the Springer. Yeah, one. my friend yeah. uses the exact same one. The other MD machine gun uh -huh. does it, and he he has the exact same issue with a yeah. with a fully loaded magazine with a, with the extended Springer. A magazine yeah, release, release it, so. it's not friendly for table starts no. it's just so, and now yeah. I know I have to actually think about it I think about it and looking it, it's just more focus uh -huh. on the pickup it's just like okay think about it and it's more of like a scoop up off the table instead of a yeah grab, a uh -huh. quick grab for speed and, and so maybe that'll slow me down a little but it, it's something that those are these are important things to think about mm -hmm. um, when you're going into a match because I actually <laughs> one of the last matches I did three reshoots on a stage that had it Every single time, the magazine fell out <laughs> on all all of them, and then the last one I ended up just shooting single-handed because I had to pick up my mag off the ground. Oh, jeez! It was it was ridiculous. Yeah. But, uh, um. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. But yeah, table starts. The worst thing about barrels too is that you know usually they're uneven. Oh, they spin or it's and, like yeah. to slide. Oh yeah. Yeah. Barrels. Yeah. And so you know, topic of today is stability when it comes to holsters <laughs> and starts, right? So. Don't use a barrel as a holster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bucket, though, you know, a yes. bucket, that'll bucket be fine. Be the job. Yeah. Um, but, you know, talking about the match tomorrow, right? Oh, oh, I think a lot, going back to the whole draw speed thing, you know, whether you're shooting Kydex or not, draw speed probably isn't going to make or break a lot of people's uh, performance tomorrow. And I think that's what it comes down to in USPSA overall, is no matter how fast your first shot split is, right? It's, it's not going to make or break the stage at a higher level. Um, or even at a lower level, because it's just one of those things where it's maybe, you know, I guess what it, maybe at a second, you know, you're shooting twelve stages, maybe twelve seconds. If even total. if it's the offset start, it oh. makes no difference at all. Yeah, because you know the start eats your time. Or I guess the draw time, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Anytime you got to take one step on your draw or uh -huh. anything like that, you know, it's going to absorb all any of the the speed gains that you're going to have by having a you know a fast draw. Uh huh. Yeah, the only real time I, I really stress having a really fast draw is if like, I'm running a standard or a classifier or or anything like that where it's completely static and it's purely speed. I'm not even moving. Anytime after that, man, it's, it's purely about efficiency of motion. and um, It's the shooting you know, it, yeah, it counts, yeah. right? Completely, yeah, completely about the shooting, right? You, there's 10 stages tomorrow plus chrono where we're going to draw from a holster like what? seven times maybe six i don't even know how many yeah because there's a lot of tables not a lot yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i mean at the end of the day if your draw is like a second what's a second and change right uh -huh. so yeah so i guess you know for me shooting open for you as well nobody makes kydex open holsters unless it's uh, three uh, you know, i've made uh two uh -huh. But I don't like to, and I don't advertise that I do because I don't want to, because they are a big pain. I mean, it's it's just because there's so many additions onto it. There's a lot of blocking that needs to go into it to, yeah. to fit. Mostly the, the thumb rest is the really big issue. Uh -huh. If you want to shoot open without a thumb rest and just the optic, then you can get a, a holster, no problem, yeah. for Kydex. Uh -huh. But you want to add a thumb rest on there, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a headache for the guy to make it. Yeah, so essentially for us shooting USPSA, there's no alternative for... Uh, no, I, I know I know someone who makes and advertises a, a, uh, <laughs> an open holster that's Kydex. But but I mean, like, that's mainly for the 3-gun market, right? It's for the retention. Um, no, he's had, he's had USPSA people buy it. Some people just prefer the Kydex. I've, I got a buddy I wouldn't shoot one with an open me. gun. I'm, I wouldn't either, personally. But uh -huh. I, 
I love the race holsters for that effect. They're they're well designed for that purpose. Yeah. Um, it just there's just so much crap in the way with a Kydex holster. Yeah. When you have a, a two and a half inch blocking for yeah uh, for your thumb rest on the side. And like of it. you know, I've I've tried uh, I tried making a holster once just for fun, for a weapon light. And like, oh, the, and like that, oh, yeah. that was a pain in the butt, right? So I can only imagine you throw an optic mount on there based on, you know, like screw length, mount width, you know, you're going to the right channels and everything. Yeah. It's, so like it's, you're going to have to like build retention for the optic mount probably, I'm guessing, for an open holster. I guess that's where you build most of the retention. Yeah, Maybe most of the retention is on the, the frame mounted part. Uh -huh. yeah. And at that point, there's only one way you can run the yeah. gun. You can't change anything on it. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Which, if you make any changes to the equipment and then you... You have to change the holster. Of the that holster. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And um, I'm going to bring up a controversial topic right now, which is the thumb rest on carry optics guns. Oh my goodness! And so, <laughs> cool, especially, oh, no. especially from the the perspective of a holster maker, you know. Well, as, as a holster maker, I don't care. I'm never going to make one. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I'll never make one for them. No, I don't care. I think that it's a, it's ridiculous. Uh -huh. I, I don't I don't agree with the. I mean, I okay. The way the rules are written, if you read them to the T exactly as they're written. Yes, these new thumb rests that are actually takedown levers are But the spirit of the legal. division, right? But yeah, the spirit of the division and the rules, it absolutely there should be no thumb rests or modi <laughs> modified things there that should give somebody that advantage. Uh, Granted, it's uh, it's a gray area, but if you need a thumb rest for a nine millimeter minor pistol you should probably shoot a twenty-two. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> these are probably not going to be marketed towards the actual competitive people. I just think it's it's going in the wrong direction, um, a slippery slope of, of letting too many things in. I already didn't really agree with the new rules in production, allowing all these different aftermarket parts on. And I understand why they did it, but I just think it's moving kind of in the like wrong if they're going to do at least limit the scope of what you can do to them, right? Right. At least say no thumb rests because yeah. it's it's. Everybody who I've spoken to has laughed about. Well, the this. argument like, is it's not a thumb rest like, period. It's right. it's an aftermarket slide stop, right? But right. but then Chris brought up a really good point at lunch today and said, why even why stop there? So like on a single stack gun, can I put a nitro fin on it? Right. That's fair. Right, because it's an aftermarket part. And it's an aftermarket slide stop. But yeah. then I guess you know the NROI could say you know it, it defeats the original spirit of the 1911, which is the whole big thing about the rules around the. Equipment. Dude, no, they have magwells in single stack, so <laughs> whatever they say, and and they shoot and they shoot 1911s that are anything but 45. So you know what, spirit of yeah. single stack gone. All right. Yeah, but like you know the, the whole thumb rest thing. You brought up shooting thumb rest in nine millimeter, even for open. We don't really use it for any recoil control necessarily, right? Mm -hmm. Um, you want to talk about your new thumb rest setup? Like, I think it's sweet. Um, yeah. So um, I got. So I've been playing around on my on my chaos with uh, different kind of thumb rest with different angles. Um, majority of the companies that make them, like, it's a very abrupt wall where your thumb comes across. And coming from a limited gun, where my grip was really high and my thumb was pretty flat alongside of the gun, I didn't like any of those options that were out there until I found um, the Everglades one. Everglades thumb rest it's a pretty good deal it's like 25 bucks I think it's free shipping so it's uh -huh. pretty, pretty good but um, the angle is is super flat almost flat um, and you can kind of pretty much put them anywhere like any other uh, slide stop but I like the fact that it's a little bit the angles less steep um, and you can bring it closer so I tried the hydro the um, What'd you say? The nitro, nitro fin? fin? Yeah, yep. the nitro fin. I tried that thing on my gun. I really liked it because I have one of those on my limited gun, my limited guns, and uh, 
tried it on the open gun. I really liked it because of that same fact of having a low profile thumb rest that was sitting right there because I don't necessarily use it to add any recoil control. It's really there just so I know my hands in the right spot. So um, I really just use it as an index point. So this, this Everglades thumb rest was perfect because it was the only one that I could find on the market that was almost flat that I could bring it that far back and that low on the actual firearm itself because it, it probably sits a little bit on the on the lower end of the frame, right? Yeah, it, yeah. it's kind of almost in line with the, uh, I guess what would be the, the, what do you call it? the slide, the slide lock. The, yeah, slide, yeah. Lock, slide stop. Yeah. yeah, slide stop. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much on level with that. Maybe it angles across it um, in the front and I, I really like it a lot because it allows my grip to be a lot more solid. Right, but um, we use it for index and like this whole thing yeah. about, you know, putting gas pedals on carry optics guns and um, production guns, it's kind of, it's kind of crazy to it think is. about. Well, and the, the, they're in the absolute wrong position for yeah. a good grip. That's the other thing on, yeah. a, on the, because the, they're coming out, if you guys don't know, for the P320 and the XD are the two models that um, are available with a takedown lever that can Striker be used. Striker Fire 2011? Yeah, yeah, well, right. if you shoot an XD, <laughs> so, you're probably wrong. Yeah, hey, but hey. it's just, it. I, I, I looked at my home slide, I looked at the pictures, and I was like, that's interesting. And then I picked up my gun, and I tried to put my thumb in the position for what it was. Uh-huh. And you had, instead of having a locked wrist and, like, forward tension on it and everything like that, like I would always have uh-huh. on every grip, you would have to have your wrist completely unlocked and your thumb almost pointing straight up. That's, yeah. And, that's, and I was just like, no, well, well you, you not going to work for You me. showed us all a picture <laughs> of, like, the um, off-the-go guns page. You mean the one that looks like it's Photoshop? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like... It's it's a correct grip without it, and they're they're saying how somehow it's like a bad grip or something. But then they show the picture with the um, with the thumb rest on the, with the slide stop thumb rest, and the grip is totally off. Like the there's like a quarter of an inch from the beaver tail to the to the web of your hand. Yeah. yeah, and the guy's just like gripping so low on the gun. Yeah, that was Very silly. Strange. It shows incorrect grip, and it shows what everybody that I know would consider the perfect grip really high on the gun, smashed forward, wrist locked, and then it shows what they put in quotes, uh, their correct grip, which is uh, really low on the frame of the gun, and then <laughs> unlocked wrist. It's just, it was just, it's silly. Yeah, but that's marketing for you. That's the other thing. Don't is, always yeah. believe everything that you read yeah. in these marketing things, because they're just going to, they want to sell their product yeah. more than anything. Especially yeah. in the gun industry. <laughs> yes. Sure. Yeah, but like, you know, if, especially on carry guns, uh, I, I see, a, you know, within the past three or four years, there's been a lot of stippling on Glock frames to build a gas pedal onto the frame. So I'm sure it's it's, it's a big, you know, thing. It's marketing in a sense, right? Because that's what it's for. But with the position of it, I mean, I think, I feel like a lot of people have already pre-ordered or bought some of them. Um, are you, do you think we're going to see a lot of holster modification for it because of where it's placed? I'm just, I, I don't really know uh, how the guns really look. Or, I think it depends on who makes the holster, see, right? Think. You could you could potentially carve a channel out of your holster um, just to make it fit, or uh-huh. you would just have to request a, a new holster, a specific gotcha. one with with some channel blocking in it. It's it's relatively small, um, so it wouldn't take that much work, and most people uh-huh. who make critics would be able to well, to facilitate that. But um, if you cut yeah. the holster low, it would it would be less of an issue. All you have to all you have to do is cut the holster a little bit lower. And open it up a little bit more, right where it um, 
Yeah, mounts, but it's on the, right? It's on the fr- you're right. It's it's where it mounts to the hanger. That, yeah, that area. So it might need yeah. a little additional blocking below it to make yeah. sure there's no hang up. But it, it, that's not a big modification. You could probably do it to an existing holster. Gotcha. Yeah, because I know they like the Red Hill who makes my holster. He'll do a uh, nitro fin on a 2011, yeah. uh-huh. and it's not like it looks no different from the outside. Gotcha. I don't think he cuts a channel. I think he just opens. I think it just it's cut a little bit lower, or it's open up a little bit. It's, but the nitro fin sits back a lot further than where you would put. Oh, I guess yeah. Down. A, so a, 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 a three twenty slide stops a lot further but, forward than yeah. a 1911, 2011 yeah, slide stop, true. right? But even in the holster, you won't notice it because it's all going to be on the inside of that holster yeah. against oh, the leg, right. so you wouldn't even notice it. Yeah. So how would that affect the one point? Is it the one point five or two? It's one point five inches for the spacing rule, right? Oh, how far the away? Holster? Yeah, so no, I wonder how that's going to affect it. It's it's not an even number like that. No, it's, it's the short it's, length. It's a short the length of the um, overlay. Card. Of the overlay. So, hmm. yeah, that, I wonder how that's going to affect it because I, I know some with some people it shouldn't affect it if if it's designed properly. The holster's designed properly. They won't they won't make the gun sit further out. They would just make the channel sit further in towards your gun or okay. towards your leg, I should say. So then, how would that work with holsters like the Boss? Or the um, or or the drops you sell. Oh yeah, it's just gonna be extra. If there's a metal, you know. You're right. Um, like that's like a Springer drop, then right? You, like you can have no interference on the side would, of the holster. It would, you would have to actually put in some spacers between the attachment point of the of the hanger and your. Holster so so then now we do get into the it. issue of so, yeah. will it be legal in, yeah. in terms of so spacing. that's gonna be unique to probably your specific holster, your specific gun, if it's yeah. going to be. It's going to be so a case-by-case. Case definitely going to suck for people using injected molded holsters if they are using them. Oh, yeah, they won't be able to. <laughs> it won't work for them. But, uh, well, the kind of person who's going to buy that thing isn't going to have a... No. It's like a like, $60 part, too, at that. It's oh, not even, gosh. like, an affordable Jeez. bum rest. It's, uh-huh. it's, it's an expensive part. Yeah, I, so. I just imagine... I can just imagine a lot of people getting the Dremel out. Yes, uh, just <laughs> and I just let it go. I'm hey, sure, I've done it before. Yeah, oh, I'm sure you know as well, though. But like, Kydex dust sucks. Oh yeah, it's it gets, everywhere. It gets everywhere, and it's so fine, especially it's coming like prickly. off the Dremel. Yeah, it's it's rigid. It's a fine dust. You have got to wear a mask when you do it. So, anybody listening, if you guys are actually going to do the modification in your holster, you know, wear a mask because it's yeah. it is a messy process. Or don't yeah. find out. Yeah. I've done that before. It explains a lot about my brain. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and I think that also, if you want to use the thumb rest, why would you want to use a thumb rest if you're shooting production? Because if it's not, it, it mounts on the slide stuff, right? It, it's because, on the takedown lever. Oh, it's on the take. Oh, never mind. So that means I thought even still, for, it would. I thought it was on get the, in the way of your, your, your. I your thought. Slide stop yeah, I thought it. Was, I thought it was on the slide stop. But oh not, no, it's on the takedown lever. That's why it's only available for the XD. Because uh, oh, they both use that same stupid takedown but system. Then, yeah. But then that puts it so much further forward. Then, like okay. you're you're looking almost. It it essentially goes right at the first knuckle of my thumb. Normally, if I were to extend my wrist out, it goes at the first knuckle from the tip of my thumb. So I don't know what that. That's looks where like. it is, and it's like it might. Yes, it, it might you're right. You. Your hands a little. T- <laughs> Chris, it, it might. It might be you. perfect for you. Yeah, <laughs> get one for your carry optics XDM. See how it works. For 60 yeah, bucks, I don't think I can. Like, it's just not worth it. Nope. Oh, you know? come on, dude. Maybe what I'll do is I'll take some epoxy on and my make current one. takedown okay. number. <laughs> and make one. And now, then I'll just make see, my own and call it. If you put epoxy on it, I believe that would 
probably be against the rules. So because that, that's not an aftermarket. Well, I filed. Part. I filed my safety on my AccuShadow on oh, the but right that's side. Different filing we, it but, down is but different so than. Does, it's the same principle though. Like well, you're, I, but then does that mean I that, agree? But the rules probably. Well, so, so the, yeah, Troy, Troy said it's fine. So, but for let, let's talk about aftermarket then. You know, can I technically just go buy a bunch of OEM takedown levers for the XDM, drill some holes ha- in them, and have it you know epoxy it, have it branded as CSRG XDM acceleration pedal? Chris, we all know you're too lazy to do that. That's, that yes, illegal, I think right? like, I think absolutely that based on the rules right now and what their rulings are, that yeah, that probably would. Yeah, because what what do they go by for being aftermarket? Because if you modify anything. Right? If you right. modify anything and, and call it yours, yeah. like if it's your modification, it's aftermarket, right? So then I'm pretty sure... <laughs> I don't, I don't you know, know where they're going yeah, with what's it. the difference between GoGuns and Joe Schmo selling something? There yeah. isn't, really. And, and, you know, so I, Decorum I imagine... on social media. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. And so I imagine, you know, I we're, we're going to see CZ Custom or Cajun. They're probably going to come out with something as well. No, dude, no way, um, because those slide stops break so often. Yeah, <laughs> you'd be stupid to buy one for a CZ. Even better than it's just like I it's, don't know that you want it on a slide. Well, no, especially you know what I mean. Yeah, I think the takedown lever is fine because it doesn't. Affect well, the takedown lever on most guns is a slide stop. Like like on on a lot of hammer oh, fire yeah, guns, they, like like on 1911, yeah, 2011s, and CZs yeah. and Tanfos, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the CZ and Tanfos, they sit so far back like it's almost yeah. next to the safety that it would almost it, yeah it that's why people get the rammy safeties on production guns it, is because they're so they're they're shorter yeah but for They'll, somebody with small soy hands like me it worked out great i would love to have one on a production gun if it's can you even grip high enough to touch the slide stop on a cz i can get close i can get close <laughs> so but you know like you said it's a slippery slope like who like what other crazy stuff's going to come out then if it's aftermarket you know to, to mimic open guns because now we're going to be seeing carry optics guns with 140 mags, optics, and now we're going to be seeing go guns on carry optic guns. So, yeah. you know, it's 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 an interesting time for USPSA when it comes down to the equipment rule book. So, you know. Well, I think that they they tried to modify carry optics too fast before it kind of matured into its own. So they're they're just adding more and more stuff to it, trying to like it's a it's Maybe. a it's a marketing division basically. That like that's what it's become. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right, like all these companies coming with this this new equipment and stuff like that. Carry Optics is the market for that, and they're the ones pushing all that stuff, right? Yeah. So when you have stuff like Go Guns making the the thumb rest uh, takedown levers and stuff like that, then like you know, it's gonna keep on going down that road, mm-hmm. just because that that's the precedent that's already been set, seemingly, um, and it's too young of a division to kind of have like grown into its own so like you know production while the rule changes have affected it i don't think this is really going to make as big of a difference as it might in carry optics because production already has maturity to it mm-hmm. right so that's maybe hopefully we'll, we'll see something kind of allow carry optics to grow into its own and if this was what it's going to be then it's it's what it's going to be but i don't think the name carry optics really makes a good correlation to carrying with a thumb rest because yeah. it, I, don't, I don't know if anyone here does that, but I don't. And, you know, I don't think it's necessary. I, and I personally like the name production optics that they originally had when it was first being talked about. But here we are at carry optics with double stack guns that weigh a ton with 140 millimeter mag. Well, here, they weigh less than also, production guns in some cases, yeah. though. Here's what I awesome is that this division in USPSA is pushing the industry in certain directions. We've it got is. steel frame Walther, we've got a tungsten polymer, uh-huh. um, 
P320X5 coming out. And it's and pushed we, it's pushed Trigicon to come out with the new optics. Yes, we got know? new optics. Um, we're in like the golden age of optic sites for, for yeah. pistols, without a doubt. There's so many different models and options coming out. Uh, it's really cool. And to see a lot more milled uh, slides mm. coming out, pre-milled with multiple slide cuts and available for different things. Yeah, yeah. that's also been a pretty. Cool so I like what Easy Custom does with their guns. Um, you can have them mill it, and then they'll put a plate on it, so you can still shoot in production. Only yeah. for the shadows. Yeah. Key thing is, it doesn't work with the uh, the firing pin block in the CZs. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, so we're actually out of time today. Um, yeah, so you know, <laughs> another episode of the CSRG podcast. Uh, I'm Chris, and we have. Kevin. Caleb. Keanu. All right, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Shoot well, see you on the range.